0: Is he coming in at
2: six? Well, Tim McAuliffe is coming in at six. That's right, Dana. But right now, for some reason, it's just you and me. Okay. I mean, I've got, I'm
0: just
3: framing it in the front right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's get one more shot
1: of that
2: toilet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome, everyone, to The Hunks Podcast. This is, can you believe it, season four, episode six of The Hunks Podcast. And this is never, never before has anyone heard a podcast with just two hosts.
0: No, not ever. And frankly, I'm skeptical as to how it'll even work. But I'm also worried that it'll work better than ever.
2: (laughs) That's right. I'm just concerned about, you know, who is going to talk over who. I know. We can only get two voices going at the same time. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I just feel like we got to be I, able
2: to talk over I know each we got to be able to talk
0: over each other our listen Tim our fans yes. know what to expect at this of point. Of course they do. They know they need a cacophony of the at cacophony. least four, preferably five, yes. up to seven that's people right. talking at once. Yeah, My main right. concern is that um we won't people. know what to talk about. I mean like it's but let's be real, yeah. a conversation between you and I has always been stilted at
2: best. <laughs> 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 yeah, our conversations have been awkward um, a, lot of t- a lot of false starts. <laughs> a lot of, no, you go. No, you go. Because the other person has nothing no, sorry, to say. Sorry, sorry, you sorry. go. No, um, you you go. You go. No, but we have <laughs> lots to say. Um, of course, everyone knows my name is Tim Gray.
0: I'm Dana Smith.
2: And I'm Matt. I have
1: to go now and I'll be back during the interview.
2: And everyone knows that. Um, <laughs> today on the podcast, we're going to be joined very shortly by one of the uh, creators of Son of Critch. The hit CBC uh, television show sitcom. His name is Tim as well. Um, His last name I'll reveal later. But uh, I'll try not to marry him, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Just do your best. That's all I ask. I'll do my best. Just do your best. I will. Uh, You know, this podcast is one of the freshest off the presses that we've done in a while. Um, You know, because we do these every two weeks now. This one is being recorded on the 16th, and I think it's dropping on like the, I don't know, whatever this Sunday is. No one knows. No one, there's no way of finding there's that no out. Mm-hmm. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. I want to say uh, to anyone who's in the Winnipeg area that came out to the Park Theater last weekend, uh, I completely forgot to promote it or talk about it on the podcast at all. <laughs> yeah, you did. If by chance anyone came out to that show, Tim Gray and friends, um, I want to thank you sincerely from the bottom of my heart I had a great time yeah
0: and also I want to thank uh I want to thank whoever nominated the hunks podcast for the Winnipeg nightlife awards
2: <laughs> oh right of course yeah. oh, of course I, I mean and everyone wants to get nominated by the Winnipeg nightlife well
0: I mean the thing is that when people think of the Hunks podcast, they think nightlife.
2: Podcast specifically, they think right, nightlife. Right. They
0: think night owls. They think yeah. these guys are staying up, partying, yeah. doing yeah. Uh, all kinds of ruckus that yeah. you know you wouldn't just you just wouldn't do in the daytime.
2: That's right. Um, anyone that uh, is listening to listening to this has probably been uh, up for a while. You know, pre gaming. Uh, they had yeah. a little tailgate party going, maybe. Uh, there are a few beers deep, so they're loose, but they can still drive. Um, <laughs> no, we do not promote that. Um, and uh, yeah, you're just like ready to hit the town with your earpods in, listening to the Hugs podcast. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: That is, this is actually how I get pumped up too for my big nights out on the town. That's right. Um, and I'm talking going out. We go. I, me, and my. Crew.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're rolling, mm-hmm. we're rolling
0: seven, eighteen, nineteen people deep. Like yeah, we got right. a big crew of us. You got we're the driver. We're all wearing earbuds, listening yes. to the not talking to each other. No. no, thank you. No, no. We're listening to the Hunks podcast. Yes. And then anytime that I have a moment where I speak on the podcast. Everyone kind of looks at me and looks a little bit embarrassed because usually <laughs> it's it's not something that's nice to
2: have said, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just said that. Oh, um, God. Yeah, and then we started that nightclub, you know, where right. everyone wears headphones and uh-huh. dances to the Hunks podcast.
0: And there's actually um, no toilets while... Wa- like, That's no right. bathrooms, rather. There are That's toilets. Right. That's the thing. There are toilets. There Too are many toilets. toilets. Too
2: many toilets.
0: No bathrooms. No bathroom. The toilets are kind of free form. We felt like we should remove some of the shame around uh, pissing and shitting. That's and, right. Um, and then that way, nobody can go off and do cocaine without us. You That's know, no right. One, you have no to one, invite we us. No one can't be like, where did you go? <laughs> I, I saw you went into the bathroom and they're like, chill out. We were just in the bathroom. And I'm like, okay, yeah. but can you just tell me please. next time, please? And then now, um, you know, they have to.
3: <laughs> Are you guys all in Edmonton? Oh, sorry, uh, Winnipeg?
2: That's right. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome.
2: Yeah. On the sunny shores of Winnipeg, Manitoba.
3: <laughs> Didn't yeah. they film uh, like a, an, a show like about a beach community? Yeah. Like. Falcon, Falcon Falcon Beach,
0: Beach. Falcon yeah. Beach <laughs> right. yeah, And yeah. they call it Falcon yeah Oh Falcon Beach yeah
2: Yeah yeah yeah
0: It was supposed to be like the OC a little bit Yes yeah exactly yeah. exactly
3: Yeah I yeah. heard it was hard to get the lighting right like it was like a, people were just holding bouncers all over the place trying to you know like <laughs> yeah. just get the sun somewhere <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
2: the lighting just changes so quickly. It's so fast. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs>
0: have you ever been to Winnipeg? Oh, many times. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I, so you yeah. know that it it's actually a lot like Falcon Beach. Very sexy. <laughs> exactly. It's a very sexy yeah. province.
2: Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 Big sex vibes. <laughs> 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 uh have you been here for uh for family, for work, do you here for shows, for the comedy festival?
3: Uh well my um my mom's from there and oh. uh, and her obviously her whole all her siblings and my grandfather grew up there and and stuff and cool had a piano shop like sort of in that more downtown area and uh so I've been there a lot because of just family stuff and then um you know just uh then I toured with a, a rock band selling merch for years so what I, <laughs> yeah, so I used to go there there was one bar called wellingtons or something like that where you had to load in it was also kind of a strip club or something like that it was really strange it was like you had to, it was in the basement it looked like kind of a disco and then the top part was an actual strip club it was a really oh. strange you had to go in between sets to load in the amps and stuff like that it was really yeah. really weird but um and then electric avenue is that something i don't know i can't or is there something that like there was a bar I, it's probably in the 90s so it's, it predates what uh, you guys are probably familiar with but like uh, it was like the Pyramid It was another one and the
2: West End. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Those are still yeah. thriving. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, cool.
2: Yeah, I love that. I love that city. All right. Well, yeah, we're back <laughs> here with our guest on the Hunks podcast here. Uh, we have an a award-winning uh, comedy writer um, at one time, a very brief Parisian um, <laughs> and uh, co-creator of the... Uh, son of uh son of a crit <laughs> show tim McAuliffe. how are you doing
3: hey how's it going good 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 yeah thanks for having me
2: very very good we're doing very good we're so freaking excited to have you here i got uh, a lot of questions to uh, ask you i wanted to ask you some of like the the you know maybe the, some of the more of the ones i'm sure you've answered a whole bunch doing pr for this but uh just about like how you got your start in comedy we were talking about that you uh you have some family in Winnipeg and yeah. you come through Winnipeg as uh, like a roadie kind of situation to work with the band.
3: <laughs> I used to manage a band. My mom's from Winnipeg and all my aunts and uncles and my grandfather and that, and that sort of thing. And then um, we used to go there a lot just to visit family. And, yeah. uh, and the one thing I always loved and actually listened to an old podcast of yours and I didn't notice that the mustard was different, but I heard someone reference that the mustard was different in in, in Winnipeg. But right, the uh, but uh, the one thing <laughs> I always loved was the most um, the most like the richest place in town is called Tuxedo, like where all the rich people live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. I never it's thought of true. that. <laughs> it's so
1: weird. <laughs> it's like it being called top hats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. We all live in sweatpants. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, <laughs> um, which always made me laugh.
3: So, but uh, but I used yeah I used to travel with a band and we used to like open for Sloan. They weren't Sloan's record label. They're called Local Rabbits. In fact, um, upstairs, uh, a friend of mine from Toronto is visiting with his family who was in the band.
1: No so way. we tour a lot
3: with them. Yeah, and and then um, yeah we we went through you know all the venues in in uh, Winnipeg and yeah. just always always love that. That yeah, city. and it's like kind of also had an extra meaning of my family being from there and stuff, and yeah, so it was yeah, kind of cool, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we just like uh I was I wasn't even in the band, I just sold merch and did road managing. So it's like, <laughs> it's like pretty <laughs> so, uh, yeah, You were like, like on was... the
2: taxi squad, like in case the drummer gets hurt, you gotta go <laughs> yeah, in exactly, for a game. Exactly. <laughs> we had
3: like five dollar a day per Diems, which you could go to Taco Bell and there was like a dollar for three uh tacos drink and so yeah <laughs> yeah three separate <laughs> incidents yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah so anyway but uh my wife always says to me she's like so you toured did all the terrible crap things with the band but then didn't go on stage like the yeah, one thing you would right. do to when you're traveling you'd think it would be like oh the reward would be going on stage but yeah
2: yeah yeah day, okay. but uh <laughs> yeah no it,
3: i love uh
0: i love winnipeg well we do have a terrible taco bell so that's that's great great, yeah yeah
3: and
1: taco times yeah we do
0: wait which one we have the taco we have multiple taco bells because now they're taco bell slash kfc's so i Mm -hmm. feel like that's just doubled the amount of taco bells taco time is the real the og it feels like it's the 70s in there
1: yeah we're getting honestly taken advantage of because they know we don't know what a taco is
3: (laughs) <laughs> it's like a piece of paper with like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just says taco on it
0: <laughs> I'm supposed to eat this
3: right yeah,
1: I can see what all the buzz is about <laughs> <laughs>
2: These
1: are good
3: Did you ever see in Toronto they, you know coffee time was a chain in Toronto yeah. and, yes. it was yes. like, and I guess a lot of people couldn't afford the franchise fees or something so you'd see the <laughs> sign would become like coffee day Coffee <laughs> <laughs> Like they alter the songs. <laughs> uh, uh, just calendar. on that topic, um, my a friend of mine described the most depressing Saturday night you or a uh, Christmas Eve, sorry, you could ever imagine. He was sitting in the smoking room of a coffee time on Christmas Eve, smoking a cigarette and eating a chicken pot pie that was microwave.
1: Was it at least microwaved at? Coffee time? It or had he... been my quirk, so it was classy.
3: It, was, it wasn't bring your own food. <laughs> uh, oh,
0: that yeah. feels like it's a a choice. Like it felt feels like your friend was punishing himself. It did, yeah. <laughs>
3: That's, yeah it totally feels like it's almost performance art or something. Like <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. that definitely tops the time I watched my family die in a house fire on Christmas Eve for sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: also also by choice. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> While smoking in it. a uh, <laughs> yeah. To yeah. Get chicken yeah. pot pie. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea of bringing your own chicken pot pie to a coffee time but they charge you like a corking fee. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: just unzipping out like one of those thermos bags. There,
0: <laughs> uh, have so- you ever brought your own food to restaurants, Tim?
3: Oh, I, have to go, I, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> or like your own I, drink. Yeah, I I always wondered like if you know if you if I didn't drink wine, if I just you, could you bring a thing like that wasn't wine, you know, it, at one of those BYOB places, right. something like that, right? right. But I imagine if you pull out. a pep, a two liter Pepsi or something <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. okay, that. Yeah, a fancy restaurant. $17 car.
2: It's like a knockoff like President's Choice Pepsi or something like that. Yeah. yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Life brand from a shop. I, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I kind of, I kind of teased it in the intro that I, I was watching, I was trying to do some research on yourself and, uh, I watched this video from seven years ago that was an interview with you. And uh, and you, you talked a little bit about your time um, working for This Hour is 22 Minutes and how exciting it was when you first did that. And then you got the job on uh, Corner Gas. And there was a period in your life where you had no fixed address. And you lived in Halifax during the winter for This Hour. And then you spent your summers in Regina writing for Corner Gas. Which, first of all, like that sounds like uh, an incredible four years, almost like a like a master class in comedy writing or television writing and stuff like that. And yeah, then, and then you went to Paris to <laughs> to write a movie. <laughs> uh,
3: that's right. I went to write a movie. I I had been doing that just tr- just, and I'd also had a a girl, girlfriend in in near uh, Roanoke, Virginia, that I was a professor at Virginia Tech. So I was just bopping oh, around, never oui. never had a Whoa. place, and Whoa. then um. Then we broke up and so uh so I like I had to either find a place or go somewhere. And so I went to Paris and I I sat down, you probably heard this, but I sat like uh sat down on the Seine to write a movie and I had a yeah. bottle of wine and a notepad. <laughs> And I was like, who the hell do I think I am? This is ridiculous.
2: <laughs> Were there four
1: other guys just like you also with notepads oh, totally. and, and bottles sex. of wine? Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was the original yeah. Starbucks. Yeah, looked yeah. at each other like, yeah, we got it.
3: Exactly. So I was just like, oh, this is ridiculous. So I was like, I can't do this. And also I thought like, I thought if you know, I'm from Montreal, so I thought my French would be a lot better, but it turns out, mm. you know, like when you're trying to speak with, with people, you know, nuance yes. and trying to have an actual conversation is really important. So, yeah, I ended up, you know, like you could talk about the weather or restaurants and things like that, but it, you start realizing that you, you sort of don't have the ability to joke down with someone or something D- like right, that. So right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I ended up, they basically had this thing where you know there's like i considered it leaving that it would be the biggest failure if i ever went to the canadian bar in paris and i (laughs) went there the first night i was but that's why i left i just uh i moved to new york and luckily um nathan fielder was moving to uh, new york at the same time so we got a spot there and, and uh Started just started an American career at the same time as Nathan, and, and stayed in the states since then.
2: But so other you, than yeah, you you and Nathan, can you tell can you tell our listeners the story of the apartment you guys rented and <laughs> oh yeah, who you rented it from, which is
3: we yeah we gotten more it from, insane
2: over the years
3: <laughs> from uh Jamie Biden, who's Joe Biden's nephew, uh,
2: uh,
3: and he he like he answered the door like. He had, uh, when we first went to like look at it, it was on Craigslist. He answered the door, and he had no shirt on with like long, flowing hair.
1: I'm and just picturing he... B- Joe Biden.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. And uh, uh, an electric blue guitar that was not plugged into any amp or anything. And he was just noodling on it and texting at the same time. It was like, just, oh, gosh, he's probably going to hear this. But then, uh, anyway, so uh, he's, he was a very nice guy. But uh he um he yeah uh so we, we took the place. He said, Do you want the place? And we said, Well, can we take a look at it? And then he said, Yeah, and then uh and so we stayed there for a while and then we got another apartment because um one day I got home and Nathan just is like uh Um, you know, uh terrible. he goes, really I just good. saw uh that's... I just saw I think I just saw a rat walking in the kitchen. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's pretty bad news. And then literally started seeing rats just like come home from from wherever we were. And a rat would be sitting at the TV with the remote control in its hand just watching <laughs> <the> oh. <TV. laughs> so, so
1: Smoking little- your cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Drinking the milk out of the carton. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Putting it back uh, with just
2: a little bit of milk left. Like not a yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrible roommates. <laughs> like New York City uh, rats too. Those are beefy boys.
3: Yeah. Oh my God. Yes, they are huge, and you see them in uh, in the um, subway there, and they're just walking around, just yeah, just total jerks. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we the uh, we hung out there for a while, and then Nathan got a job uh, in the states on, um, or sorry, in L.A. on uh, Dimitri Martin show as a writer. So oh, yeah,
2: right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah,
3: uh, yeah. Have you have you all been to like? Do you uh, spend time in L.A. or do you or
0: New York or too many rats. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, went yeah.
1: there uh, briefly just before everything shut down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, January 2020. Oh. Yeah. January 2020. Oh. We came out and did some shows.
3: Oh, nice. Where'd, yeah. You, yeah. Uh, where'd you do?
1: The Lyric Hyperium?
3: Oh, yeah. That's great.
2: Yeah. Right, it was fun. Uh, I don't know if you know Ron, Ron Lynch. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, One of the best voices of all time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had that show, The Tomorrow Show, and and he's been up to Winnipeg a few times for the Odd Block Comedy Festival, R.I.P., and uh, yeah, we, we, hit it, we hit it off with him, and so he uh, put us on his show there, and then uh, we just kind of did a touristy thing. We went walking to what it, the Griffin Observatory and ran into Steph Tolev, another yeah. Uh, yeah. great com- Canadian comedian. That's um,
3: how, right where I live. Oh, no That's way. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. In the actual thing. Yeah. You're in the, the thing, thing. thing. Hey. Oh, nice. I that thought I cool. recognized you. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walk through your living room. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well there's a, a little basement apartment that we never use if you want to ever come stay and uh, oh. and use it yeah please do
2: <laughs>
3: And I've got, I'm just framing in the toilet right there so you can... <laughs> that was gonna be my next question yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> And how many liters is that bad boy? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it seems a me.
2: <laughs> I've seen some shit. <laughs> it's been in the shed, yeah. <laughs> I love the smell of poo poo in the morning. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, i but yeah what was that what was that uh transition like for you out of uh selling merch for a band opening for sloan to uh writing for this hour oh my god i know you you did some stuff for cbc and much music uh i believe it was like shorts and stuff like that yeah i used to do uh
3: well i helped start that show uh video on trial that uh was Back in two thousand five wow. or something, and uh, with Alex Sapinka and yeah, uh, and then we we I did like bits on much on demand and stuff like that, and and then I was a pl- full time writer there, and and then, Sick. um, uh, much on d- demand was great. I, I the way I positioned those bits were the ones I did were definitely not great, but the uh, <laughs> but. The, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, and then I would did, did some stuff with George on the hour and that sort of thing. And
2: then, oh uh, shit. Oh yeah. Uh,
3: and so that was also kind of wicked because he'd get these amazing guests. And so you could, yeah. you know, I'm sure you probably know a bunch of people have written for that show and you could do, you could just do uh, like little miniature comedy sketches with, you know, we'd Mark short and different and Dave Thomas and all these different people. It was pretty cool. And, yeah. Uh, and yes. Yeah, so, so it was like, but it was one of those ones where you'd shoot it and then turn it around within like two hours to edit it and stuff like that. So wow. it was a pretty quick turnaround. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. And then uh, and then yeah, just uh, much on much music is actually kind of uh, an interesting place because it's a lot of people who work there have now come to LA, and so it's it's a big and especially people who are on video on trial. You know, a lot right. of my good friends you know uh darren rose and and um, rose, yeah. you know, Debra, uh deborah and uh, yeah and Sabrina. all those uh, are people i see all the time yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. sometimes yeah 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 wow, yeah, so yeah. Cool. Uh, it's really great yeah uh, have you like,
2: ever it, th- thought about has that ever talked about bringing that back in any uh i don't know i mean i thought they might have done a special or something
3: but yeah i think I sort have. of yeah or something but i i it's much music was a kind of a different beast when you pitch a show there. Uh, it's sort of, it wasn't like you had, you owned the show or had any, you know what I mean? Like, right. you Just sort of. Yeah. And so, uh, right. I think Alex sort of had this idea, Alex, think, and then, and then, um, I just sort of helped him create it by writing sort of the structure of how it would go and stuff. And right, then, right. Right. Uh, but it was one of those ones where it was, you know, it's more of a, just a much music show. Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you ever have any music videos that would like write into the show and be like, "Hey, we tried our best." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a couple of good stories. There's
3: a couple of bands I won't say that are Canadian that uh that we ended up having to uh we have not not do it. And uh one of no the people, way. the head of uh, I know <laughs> Uh, it was like, yeah, Look, they, they Nickelback
1: is untouchable.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, I'm sorry, saying who it is. <laughs> they preemptively said not to touch them, or this is after the fact they came after you.
3: It was, uh, as a response, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I can't it's, say who, though. No, no, yeah, 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 no, 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 no. sure, sure, no. sure, sure,
3: sure, sure, yeah. We'll I'm, just joking. Guess. <laughs> I'm joking <laughs>
2: when I say Nickelback, that's a joke. They seem like they could take a joke. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, uh, yeah I know it's it was funny because they you know some bands really wanted to have their stuff sort of
2: critiqued yeah. and
3: others sort of like right you know just
2: for the exposure but uh, totally yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty well you'd think it'd be an honor but for some reason yeah Kroger only <laughs> laugh when he looks at a photograph <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. We can delete yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? the Nickelback mafia after- <laughs> <laughs>
0: What are your thoughts on the Avril Lavigne conspiracy? Have you heard of this?
3: No. What is that?
0: <laughs> oh, there's this whole group of people, a big group of people, this conspiracy that Avril Lavigne actually died in a car crash when she was about like 17 or 18 and that she has been replaced by this woman Oh, I want to, I forget what her, what the, what her, what this woman's name is. Like Melanie, it just normal, a normal name. And, um, because, and there's people who like do side by side comparisons where it's just like, look, even the shape of her nose is different. And the, and, and the way she sounds is different and her hair's different. And <laughs> it's Holy a lot God. of people <laughs> believe this. Yeah. You,
3: does it look convincing when you look at it?
0: I've looked at it, but I don't. I could see how some people would think it. I mean, I just think that it's like, yeah, she started when she was 16. Her face changes, yeah. you know, or yeah, 17 yeah. or something she like that. She aged. Yeah. She just aged. Yeah. Um, but She's it's also, isn't it God. fun to think that the, that they her, yeah, her like producers just didn't want to, didn't want to let, let go of that cash cow. So they found someone who looks just like her.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> to be I her. Know,
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing i i went and saw a uh, foreigner play here with uh went with uh sean majumder to see them play at wow. the uh and a buddy of mine from uh, the band that i used to tour with and we went at the microsoft center here and and uh we're watching the show and and uh and all of a sudden my buddy who's a big like old rock fan he turns to me he goes uh Man, thanks so much for taking me to the show. Um, I just gotta let you know, like, none of these guys are in Foreigner, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and I go, uh, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Yeah, it's not Foreigner on the stage. There are eight songs in. They've already played like you know, Urgent and big hits and stuff. Uh-uh. And it's a big venue. And I'm like, uh, this is so weird." And they go, all of a sudden, the guy, the lead singer, stops. He goes, "Are we doing? We're gonna do this?" He goes, "Something we don't normally do." ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you Foreigner. And he brings out the actual band. for Who were backstage the whole time. it's
1: going on? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> and they play like three songs and then they get, get the hell off the stage and these guys, these younger dudes just continue on playing the encore and everything. And you're like, this is so strange. And I read was... about it after. Yeah. And it was like it was this thing where it's like they're trying to pass the torch, but they didn't tell anyone. Like it wasn't a, oh, you know, it was like, no. So they just tried to put the new Avril basically in there. You know, like
1: the, <laughs> yeah. Foreigner so is true. trying to pass the torch.
0: Yeah.
3: So
1: they want so Foreigner to, to live on band longer than trying To them.
0: live forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Like
3: Foreigner is now the, the play, The Producers, or something like that, where it's just right. different cast members and stuff. It's so strange.
2: Oh, man. So. That is strange. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's confusing
0: yeah, really to me weird. that they would bring the young guys back on because I feel like everyone would be like, oh, right. what a funny joke you yeah. just played. Now we've got yeah. to watch <laughs> the real yeah. Forerunner.
1: Yeah.
0: And, then- and they're like, <laughs> in, the, in the place, you know? Like, yeah, it's, like, it's so funny.
3: <laughs> yeah, the, uh, my my buddy was freaking out. He's like, oh, cool, they're here. And then they just got right off. It was so, so <laughs> strange. Though I will say Sean and I had no idea. We thought we were watching the real
1: Forerunner. Like, right. They cast it right.
3: so it was like guys who were. In that zone where it could, you're like, oh, it could be Forner, you know. Like no one really yeah. knows what Forner looks like, anyway, right? Unless you're a big fan, I guess. But yeah, like they yeah. they weren't a
2: bunch of super young kids or whatever. It wasn't
1: like <laughs> no. teen- no. No. It was like
0: School of Rock,
1: yeah. <laughs> Doogie housers but for rock.
0: Um, my dad
3: went and saw Cool in the Gang about three years ago at the um, Ottawa Blues Fest, with, and uh, and he said the oldest member of Cool in the Gang was 25. So the wow, you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dear. yeah, yeah. So I guess it's a thing that's done, but this
2: yeah. huh. is like just licensing, li- licensing the song rights. I mean, I guess so. Do, yeah, then just... can't like any cover band just be like, we paid for this. I'm the guess who now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, just buy it Yeah, the blessing, yeah. I guess. But you know who should yeah. do
1: this, Gallagher. Yeah, Gallagher. <laughs> yeah. Gallagher, too. <laughs> Gallagher too. Yeah.
2: No, yeah, I guess actually he kind of did. Yeah, does it? Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Gallagher uh, too should do this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it alive. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow
1: uh now yeah. tim i have a question I, I was doing some research on you myself and uh, i logged on to celebrity oh yeah <laughs> and they say th- there's a little snippet on you here uh tim mcauliffe height how tall is tim mcauliffe and it says here tim mcauliffe was born on 18 september 1974 in montreal canada and is a comedy writer television producer actor at 46 year old years old tim McAuliffe's height is not available right now we will update you <laughs> on tim McAuliffe's height as soon as possible <laughs>
3: they have been calling nonstop to get my height <laughs> it's insane I, yeah. no uh, six four. i'm 64 uh, i'm i'm uh, i was tall and skinny now i'm now i'm tall and i've got like a big punch in the front
1: but uh, <laughs> okay all right so we're gonna four, hold yeah. that ransom yeah. and we're yeah. gonna get you can some
2: uh, you can tell them yeah yeah that's fine we can update yeah. that okay <laughs> yeah. nice yeah <laughs> yeah they are relentless eh like they won't quit
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's funny, like you, they come by the house a lot and stuff like that. They <laughs> try to put a tape measure. And yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a guy who's like my height will sort of stand next to me. You know, <laughs> clearly hired.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm like, glad we got that sorted out. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was the, what's the process been like uh, i imagine that uh i mean you you met mark uh Critch while working at this hour as twenty two minutes
3: yeah yeah we we wrote there for a while and then i um uh ran it if the last year that i was there and then i um and then mark and I just stayed friends and we ended up like he married my wife and i like he got internet uh wow ordained and and yeah, so we've been very. So what's close it like friends. being a throuple? So it is weird. It's, like, yeah, it, it's,
2: it's fun. Yeah,
3: Mark's the funny guy in the relationship. But, uh, honest, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, we um, we uh, that's amazing. In palace, and so yeah, we just he, we were coming up with some ideas for shows, and then uh, he yeah. had this book, and I was like, well, that's so much easier. So, yeah,
2: such a good, good book. Yeah, yeah, it's so
3: good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's we literally. Even though we're pals, we've positioned ourselves at the exact opposite sides of the uh of the continent, I guess, you know, in yeah. LA and Newfoundland. But we spent the summer in Newfoundland. It's insanely fun. I don't know. Have you guys been there? Have you ever Never to no, Newfoundland? Wish. Oh yeah. Wish.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Such good food. And yeah, it's great. Yeah. And the people are genuinely, you're like, there's something going on here. Like I I I'd heard that they were really nice, but then you start wondering, like, what's going on here? Everyone's so nice, it's crazy.
2: Well, uh, when you cover so, up as many murders as they do, it uh, really brings <laughs> you together. That's, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mark,
3: uh, we, we had a story about, like, that exact thing, where it was, like, we were, uh, it was, Mark had, in his backyard, had seen um, people burying what they thought was a body, and, <laughs> and then they called the cops, and it turned out it was a body, and that they the, these people were, I guess, murderers, and then, <gasps> and then, uh, and so then, th- we were writing that we want to write that story, but then it felt like no one will believe that anyone from Newfoundland is a murderer. So yeah. we had to make it a moose that they were burying, that <laughs> <code from> Chuck- <laughs> because no one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's too nice. Yeah, of course. <laughs>
3: but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it is. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful and great yeah. comedy scene too. If you, yeah. if you have the chance to you know take this uh, mm-hmm. take this uh, podcast on the road too. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, or
2: do show yeah. Yeah, some some it's definitely on our on our to do list. You know now that oh yeah, yeah things are opening up a little bit. Yeah, we, we got
0: to... a lot of bodies that we think Newfoundland <laughs> would
3: be a great. Place oh to yeah, you'd have to fly.
0: I guess you'd have to fly
3: with them next to you, or you'd have to put them in your carry on, or something like. Yeah, that. A weekend <laughs> at Bernie's. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how how is the
1: how is the writing process for uh, Son of a Critch? Uh, is it um, is there any sort of difficulties sort of managing mark's uh childhood stories and making them work for television? Are you finding that you can add stuff easily to it?
3: Well, that's a really good question, but i I heard these stories a lot and and from Mark just anecdotally and that sort of thing, and so I felt like I knew even if there were parts that were not in the book or something, we could sort of talk about the the grander version of those. And, uh, and then we just, we loosely put them into a three X structure. I would say, you know, there's shows I've worked on here that are probably more mathematically oriented towards a three, three X structure, but I think, right. you know, because we wanted to stay as true to Mark's story, but also not have it be fully meandering. We, sure. we decided to, um, you know, sort of loosen that a little bit and just let the characters sort of, Interact with each other and that sort of thing, and and we also on the fly noticed that that Malcolm uh, McDowell and uh, Benjamin, our young Mark, uh, really yeah. connected in a way that seemed like yeah. a fun dynamic. So yeah, uh, so yeah, so yeah, we just decided to try to maximize that a little bit at the time and, and in the edits and stuff. Uh, so yeah. but the the writing of it was pretty interesting. We had a, a great group of a small Zoom group of writers. Um, And we would sort of do a shortened workday, and then everyone would go off and do stuff, um, uh, different different uh, assignments based on what we were talking about and stuff like that. So it actually kind of worked out great with stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cut down the the process like getting uh like finding benjamin was that a, a long process or like did you have yeah. to keep telling mark like no he's got to be ugly or got to be an ugly, <laughs> ugly. <laughs> yeah exactly i don't buy it i don't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah no, they, uh,
2: now this they, kid's they, ugly <laughs> <laughs> he's <has> a perfect <laughs> star okay and we can still do stuff with prosthetics.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, it was it was interesting because he he's from you know Leeds or Kent or something in in the UK and and really? so we we had yeah he's british and uh wow. and so we had um a bunch of people uh, out there who were helping us cast as well because we felt like there's that you know stories or shows like dairy girls and you know even just sort of uh I mean, i'm thinking of this country or or um you know uh and, and whatever but the but the idea is there's a, some familiarity and some sort of similarities in that style of yeah of, of, uh, very specific to a, sp- a certain location and and right. uh, so yeah we thought oh they might understand that and and it was really amazing when we saw him you know a lot of times you see like uh, showrunners go like when but we were like oh my gosh this guy was great like he was mm. so amazing and just really sweet and an awesome awesome kid too so yeah nice. he wasn't like yeah ordering everyone to get him a diet coke and right, stuff like that. Don't look me right but yeah. yeah he's a super nice guy so uh, right. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's it's really it's it's been a really fun one and it and you know shoot in the summer in newfoundland and so it's kind of it's great <laughs> should all come visit really it's so yeah great. yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, come,
2: we'll come be extras yeah <laughs> these really ugly people in the background no, we'll make everyone look good <laughs> exactly yeah. I can play the moose so I'll put on a few pounds <laughs> oh the moose yeah that was, that was
3: an actual puppet that we had to pay two guys to fly up puppeteers to do the moose and everything like that it was Whoa. amazing they, yeah they, they really it, take it very seriously and, and once you yeah. see them work it's like they're really going for it. It's like the little eye
0: movements.
2: Yeah. yeah. Honestly.
0: It's, it looked Yeah, I feel Real. like some of, the, some of the most serious performers are puppeteers.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. they take what they're doing seriously. Yeah. And I respect yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. They were so talented. And it's just like, it's, it, yeah. It's, you just don't realize that those are industries that exist in that. Sort yeah. Of thing. So, yeah. Cool.
2: yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Well, yeah, congratulations on uh season 2. Um get yeah, the oh, the, the announcement there. That's freaking uh, exciting as heck. So it looks like you got uh, at least another I mean, I don't know, perfect. the chemistry of this show, the writing, the source material, the cast, like everything is just it's one of those perfect storm type situations and uh and if cbc is listening especially a pr person <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> keep buying in it's, 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 oh, it's something awesome. beautiful i mean yeah congratulations on all that and and thanks for taking the time to uh to chat with us today we super appreciate yeah, thanks it thanks
0: so
3: much oh thanks for uh take the time to talk to me a lot of times you know the writer is not the one you you want to get to, so it's oh, kind of awesome we to be able to do it so yeah that's pumped. great yeah, yeah, yeah. so oh, pumped. thank you so much yeah. yeah and please if you guys are in LA look me up and we'll uh uh and again this beautiful apartment to be yeah let's know, get one yeah. more shot of that <laughs> toilet <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. Nice. yeah. Nice. I was gonna
2: have my name written all over it. <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, get Aaron <laughs> BB.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, thanks it,
2: again, Tim. Oh, thanks
3: so much, guys. Thanks so
1: much,
2: Tim.
3: Okay. See you. Thanks. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Thank Bye. You.
1: Thanks. Uh, sorry about that, guys. It's I, all uh, good. Do you want to hang out to do a little intro? Oh, uh Sure. Was there, was there a moment where you guys introduced yourselves? Yes. yes. Okay, how about this? And I'm Matt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because then, then we went on for a while about how there's just two of us. How it was just the two of us. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I'm Matt. I have to go now and I'll be back during the interview.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can make that work. I can make okay. that work. Uh, Thank you everyone For listening to this episode Of the Hunks Podcast Hey why don't you Check us out online At Hunks Comedy On Twitter Instagram LinkedIn Uh, Unfortunately We are no longer On Pornhub That's our own choice Um, Mm -hmm. And What else There's the album Mouth Beef Which you can get On Bandcamp um, yes. Check out our Patreon. We got some fun uh, Fuck Mary kills with some great guests on there, which you can hear and see, see in a video of that. Uh, Dana, you have an album out,
1: I believe.
0: Yeah, I have an album. It's called uh, I'll Smile at Your Funeral, and still, check okay. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Still. <laughs> okay.
1: Don't don't people normally change up the title of their albums mid-stride <laughs> after it's you been know, released?
0: It's. Act, that's actually more of a new thing. Um, I like to keep it a bit old school, you <laughs> mm-hmm. know. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm Tim,
1: and I'm Matt, and <laughs> I have to go again. Uh, <laughs> but I'll be back for the next episode.
0: Okay. <laughs> bye
1: bye. Bye bye. Hello. I have to go. Punx is a sketch comedy group from Winnipeg. Got it? They are Rory Fallis, Tim Gray, Matt Nightingale, and Dana Smith. Episodes are produced and recorded each two weeks from their homes in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Additional production and sound design music stuff, crap like that, by me, Rusty Robot, at my home. Thanks again to this week's special guest, and tune in again in two weeks' time for another super amazing special guest that's going to blow your freaking minds. Thanks again, everyone. Listen and subscribe wherever you're listening to this and subscribing to this right now. And we'll see you again in two weeks' time. Have a great two weeks. Okay, bye!
2: Step into the world of power, loyalty,